The pandemic has made life more difficult in many ways, especially for those living in a violent relationship. But recent research shows mindfulness training can help men manage anger. Here to talk about this is Mareta Berg-Nesset, a doctoral candidate at Norwegian University of Science and Technology. How have the lockdowns and other factors relating to the pandemic affected the rates of domestic violence around the world? It's too early to have robust data yet, but the World Health Organization report that there is a growing number of reports about domestic violence. And we already see an increase in reports in countries all over the world. So it definitely affects domestic violence. Tell us a little bit about your study and how it was conducted. How did you gather the data? The study is a randomized controlled trial of 125 men in Norway who were randomly assigned to receive either cognitive behavioral group therapy or mindfulness-based stress reduction, also given in a group format. So you tried mindfulness and you tried the other process, and which one worked better or were they about the same results? That was actually kind of surprising because both worked equally well in terms of violence reduction. So at the baseline, about 85% of the men and their partners reported physical violence, also psychological violence between 85 and 90% of the men and their partners reported that. And after six months, only 10% reported physical violence. Wow. Yeah, there was a large reduction in violence. And also after 12 months, only 8 to 10% reported physical violence, which is a substantial reduction. And it was both groups, both the mindfulness-based stress reduction group and the cognitive behavioral group therapy. They had the same results. So we couldn't find any differences between them, which was our aim, actually, to see if cognitive behavioral group therapy worked better than a comparator condition, which in our study was mindfulness-based stress reduction. But the results show that both did equally well. Do you think with the current pandemic that the situation is magnified for people in uh, difficult relationships? Yes, according to the early reports we hear, it seems to be worsening. And we know from other crises also that domestic violence is increased in such situations. So it's worrying, actually. Obviously, I think you're dealing with physical violence. Was there also verbal violence involved as well? Verbal violence is a part of the psychological violence which was what we assessed, which was very prevalent. Uh, 90% reported psychological violence, which is verbal violence included. For this type of violence, we did not find the same reduction. Even though it was reduced during one year, it was still quite high. So about a 20-25% reduction in psychological violence and verbal violence. So it's more difficult to address, actually. Do you plan further research in this area? 
Yes. I'm currently running a project on high-risk cases of intimate partner violence together with police in Norway. So we're specifically looking at the high-risk cases to see if they need other types of interventions than just treatment. Do you have any last words? Yes, intimate partner violence and domestic violence is a problem that it's possible to do something about. You can't stop it with interventions. Therapy alone is probably not enough. It needs to be put in a context of different types of interventions, I think, towards the victims, children, the whole family. But treatment of the perpetrator is an important part of that total package of interventions. Mareta Berg-Nesset, a doctoral candidate at Norwegian University of Science and Technology. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributor, Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.